I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to Achtung Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Birmingham. Accept no substitute. Huge rainy day Friday afternoon. Welcome to a special edition of Acton Moral. Joining me on this this wet afternoon is the inimitable character himself, Mr. Harry Warren. Welcome to the show, H. You're right, mate. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I went all florid on you, didn't I? I you, did, you did. You did. Not only were you used to Aaron leading me in by calling me Young Harold or um, Chernobyl Charlie or whatever. So it was a. It's nice to be called my name for once, being introduced. <laughs> it's a, it's going to be wet conditions in South Wales tomorrow, Harry. I'm quite. I don't know. I'm, I, is it is it right to be glad that we haven't got the opportunity to travel down there tomorrow? So I went there last year and we had a good away win, but I'm kind of half regretting and not regretting the fact that tra- travel is is not possible at the moment to South Wales. Yeah, I've been um, my last away game, which seems like it was in a different. You know, a different world, let alone a, di- a different year. Different was, world, good, good yeah, expression. Yeah, yeah you know, um, was away at Stoke for a boring nil-nil in the pissing down with rain at the Bet365 or whatever they, whatever bookie or insurance they want to call it this season. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, they, uh, yeah, and we drew nil-nil and I'd give me right hand to be there tomorrow. I'm not going to lie and I think a lot of people listening would feel that way as well. Um, there's no sense to the current things, but I suppose that's, Either in or there, regardless of your political views, is it? So there we go. No, I mean we we don't want to. We, we've done enough depressing of people on this show last couple of editions that we've done with trying to weigh up the uh, the crisis facing the sport. But it's just interesting looking at the the you know the um the news at Dan. They got the championship preview, Swansea versus Mill. My mind just goes back to uh, last October. It was practically about a year ago now that um, travelled down to Swansea in in. in it was after, well, about November, I suppose, because it had been after the Rowett, um, you know, after it came to the club. Rowett Revolution. Rowett, Rowett Revolution. And I travelled down there less in, more in hope than expectation, I suppose, because our away form at that point was, you know, pretty pretty poor. And it was one of the best away performances, I think, other than maybe Forest in, in March. Um, but it was a real strong away performance in the cold and slightly wet South Wales are, you know, early kind of uh, autumnal evening um, under the floodlights in Swansea, Harry. And wonderful, you know, one of those results, um, a Jed Wallace free kick, um, one of those days out that now seems so remote and so part of your memory and not now that it's almost painful 
to think about these things, isn't it? It's like, you know, it's like going to the den, you know, it's just <laughs> little it's did like, I know it'd be nearly, nearly eight, eight months, you know, and more, uh, it'd be a year before we get back in there, you know. Uh, very odd times, very odd times. It's, um, it's painful when you, when, you say, when you say that out loud, it actually is quite cutting. Um, it, it's, it's part of our lives, um, whether you go every week or you, you can't do that or you, you sport the club from afar. Um, and it's the same for all of football. It's very, very difficult. Um, you know, for a lot of people that it's not just the act of going to football, it's therapeutic, it's a mental health stabiliser, it's, it, it it's so many things and it really is beginning to, I, I think, I, I will say this for myself, I'm very lucky the gym's still open, not that you know looking at me, ladies and gentlemen, but it's, <laughs> it's, um, it's important because I think that that gives you a release. I think everyone, especially as we get closer to Christmas, you know, silly season, it will be worse this year than it's ever been before. Um, because obviously you'll have to limit the amount of people you can have in your shop. Um, so all that kind of stuff's going to amp up stress. And, and I can't, I can't say that enough that, you know, um, buy the iFollow, watch me all escape for an hour and a half. I know it's not the same as being there and then go down the gym. And, and maybe watch another game as you go for a run or something. You know, you've got to, you've got to do stuff that takes your mind away for for a while, if that makes well, sense. That's football's function. When listeners, we were just talking off air, Harry and I, uh, before we started recording this. There, there, there is a, we'll come back to something that Harry's touched on already about, um, shall we call it, the, the lockdown effects of mental health and all that kind of thing. We'll come back to that later in this conversation. But we were just talking off air about... Um, the loss of, uh, of football and, I mean, the club, I think, are struggling to get high numbers for the I Follow feed, Harry. Um, and we were talking about how many people in, 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 this is my own personal theory, listeners, and I think I've, um, in my working world, uh, working life, I've come across this. But I think you'd also agree, Harry, there's, there's a lot of people around for whom the internet is a mysterious thing. Um, you know, the, the, the sentence, uh, follow it on i follow or watch it on i follow is like speaking klingon to them you know they don't know what you're talking about or how to do it and i'm not being um disparaging towards those people far from it actually i just think that if it's one of these things if you're in on the inside of the social media stroke internet world you think that this is normality and there's still i think a, a large majority certainly of our support for whom these things are mis mysteries and and you know I, I don't know that there's a high number of um uh, viewers possible on I follow for that reason alone in my opinion it doesn't have the communality of going to football does it no I agree I also think that there's um what's the right what's the right words the, you know there's not um if you're a public and then you've got your you, you've got your code I'm not being funny or anything I know everyone's saying oh it's money for the club or, or this or that you know you've got their survival instinct kicks in so people will put it on in the pub and you could get six of your mates and watch it off one phone down the pub and have a beer because you're still allowed to go and do that. Would the numbers improve if we were to go Lord help us to a second lockdown um, and so on? Would people be forced to buy it then? Possibly. But I think the fundamental problem, as you said, is let alone the fact that some people are not as computer literate as, as others, the fact that the iFollow is such a clunky um, process to buy a game, it shouldn't. It seems to want to take you to... The eye, like you know, if you're directing traffic in that website, 
it seems to want to take you to a place that you really don't want to go. It wants to take you to this idea that this I follow is something to be lauded and it's a great site. It's got nothing else on there other than the function to buy a stream. It shouldn't be, you know, that should be run by each individual club. It should be just a push one button. The club have got your card details and you buy a, buy a ticket to the game. You know, it's got to be as simple and as accessible as possible. I don't think it is. Um, and, and I think no. that's, as you said, I think even, I mean, I'll, I'll put into this thing. I'm, I'm 30 years of age um, and TikTok is beyond me. I have no idea what it is. I don't know what it does. And, you know, I'm of an age group that people probably would expect me to understand what it is. But that's not my, that's not my technology. That's not my era of, of what I know and know how to use. Yes, you, you can learn new skills and, and so on and so forth. But you tend to all human beings tend to uh, shun stuff that they're not comfortable with and not, uh, and not or, used to. Or have to. no interest in, Harry. I mean, we're, we're going to come on, listeners, uh, spoiler alert, we're going to come on to talk about FIFA 21, which is, I think, the launch is next week, Harry, isn't it, for the, uh, the this year's uh, model of, of the FIFA um, monster that dominates the, the world of video games. We're going to come back to that because, for me, as a I'm 59, pushing towards 60, I mean, I know of it and I know of the whole video game industry, which is vast and a huge money maker. But as you've just said there about TikTok, um, and I see things like Snapchat, these feel remote to me. They, I, I could probably, if I wanted to make the effort, because I'm reasonably, um, what's the word, uh, reasonably savvy on, on, on internet things to the extent that I need them for, if that makes any sense, that sentence, um, I could probably find out about them. I could probably even use them if I wanted to create some moronic, short video of me standing on my head or something and call that funny you know it, it strikes me as something that is outside my range of interest I don't, I don't have any desire for it um and I think that's that that's that's a problem because we're, we're talking about I follow we're talking about Millwall Football Club needing to generate more income because the lockdown uh, or whatever you want to call it at the moment I think I'm calling it a lockdown even though it's probably not called that officially is denying it its most basic way of making an income, which is to open its gates and allow spectators in to watch its football matches in common with other, other clubs. But, you know, the idea that I follow can pick up any slack, I think is probably a, a bit of a, a bit of a red herring. I, I know this is no help to the club, and I, I don't say this to because I enjoy being a depressive, but I just don't think there's that... We may be at the limits as to what I follow can actually... Um, accommodate or the, the, just the, the ability of people to, to 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 view it at the moment no I agree I, th I agree I think you're completely correct in what you're saying I think um, the, the problem is again is that at the end of the day as well there's no there's no how-to video there's no simple um, way of doing that I don't know whether or not the club have looked at that but there's not like a even to the person that's not going to understand how to do the iFollow won't understand how to get to YouTube to watch the YouTube no. video of how to do the iFollow. So how many no. are you going to gain from doing that? There's and that person probably wouldn't even start down this road, Harry. They think, no, oh, fuck, it's, it's iFollow that's on the internet. I mean, you know, possibly, unless you put Sky on and it's not on there, well, that's it. I mean, you know, possibly, possibly some of these people will have an email because they may be forced to have an email, but that will be as far as their thing. It yeah. should be as, uh, for me, the system should be as easy as in the email, there is a link to that game. You say pay now, it takes your card details and that's it, like you're paying for your shopping. You know, it can't be that difficult. There are millions and millions of people 
who are uh, elderly or housebound are able to use Tesco's website or, you know, their internet banking. There's millions of pounds being invested into this. I know you, I know Millwall was struggling with, with that, but are you telling me that it's not worth trying that to even if we get another uh, another f- uh, uh, hundred people to, to buy iFollow each week, that's another thousand pound a week. I know that's nothing, that's nothing in football terms, but that's still 52 grand, you know, over a uh, calendar year. I think year, every that's... single sale counts at the moment. I mean, it, you know, we, I said we wouldn't go on to the desperation. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think we're touching on to it whether we like it or not. I think well, I mean, I thought... I mean, it was, it was mental when they come out and said, oh, we've already sold 300 of the, um, the, of loyalty, the, things, yeah. the loyalty thing, which was mad because all three season tickets holders in my household decided to buy one. So that meant we were 1% stakeholders of the membership scheme, <laughs> which was um, which was nice to, to know that you've got that. But again, you know, there's um, I think they're doing as best they can. I know we said we're not going to be depressive and, and everything, but it's very hard on a Friday afternoon with a long grey winter. You know, it feels very. Um, I wasn't alive in the seventies, but this feels like the winter of discontent. You know, it's um, it's very, 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 well, very I hard. I was alive in the seventies. It, 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 there, there are similarities in the sense that you know, life looking back from here, looking back then, was obviously less materially. Um, you know, you, you weren't surrounded with the, the things you call luxuries now, but there was, you know, you had telly and you had, you had record players, you had radio. It, weren't, it wasn't Dickensian times, but, um, and football had to be played in the afternoons when there were power cuts and minor strikes and things like that. But you still had, um, what you didn't have was this denial of normality. Um, there was, there was impositions, there were nuisances, you know, you, you maybe maybe sometimes you went to get a train and there, there was a, a wildcat strike on the trains and you couldn't get a train, you'd get a bus instead. You still, there was still football, there was still sport, racing, whatever your, whatever your, your, your vice is, you know. And I think, the, I think the tough part about now is there's a kind of, um, it sounds a bit philosophical, listeners, and I apologise to you, but there's an emptiness to it. I was watching, I said to you, Harry, before we started talking, to, uh, recording this afternoon, um, watching the games, uh, the Premier League games, and even some of the League Cup games in the week, there's like an artificiality to Tottenham versus Chelsea, which ought to be a big game. It ought to have a crowd. It ought to have a bit of fire and venom to it. It's a London derby against two, you know, major clubs. Um, certainly, two teams. If we played them, it would be fire and, 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 and brimstone. And it's being played out in front of nobody. I know there's reasons for it, but it just feels a bit. Um, I don't know. Artificial is that? Is that? Is that a good description? Do you think? Is that? Is that? Is that sum it up? It almost feels like a video game. Going on to what we'll be talking about later, it feels like it's a simulation. It doesn't feel. Yeah. You feel a disconnect. You don't feel like it's um, a part of this world. It's an out of body. You know, you your mind tells you you should be. You know, not for Chelsea Spurs, but you know, every time you see Millwall, you go, "Well, I should be there. Why? Why am I looking at my empty seat on this telly?" Well, you know, it's very difficult for for people um, to do that. It's very difficult to accept. Um, and again, I think it would be more easy to accept if you know you didn't see on the news every day. Um, you know, pubs being open and restaurants and theatres, certain theatres, you know, it's, it feels like, you know, not to get too political, um, it does feel like a slight attack on the working class is, is, is church. The pleasures of the working class. I, well, I agree uh, with that. I agree with that. Um, because there was a thing on the Royal Albert Hall is, is, is allowing um, punters back in to watch, I don't know what classical 
music or something of that kind. And you do start to look at it um, from a class perspective, from whichever direction you're coming at that. You know, this this is this is the major um, interest, I think, of working people, um, the sporting public of the country, and it's being denied us at the moment. It is a. It's referred to as the world's game, isn't it? It is the world's game. It's, the world's you know, game. it's, it's unbelievable, and. Um, you know, times, I, know I know they've got a lot of I know they've got a lot of other stuff on their plate, but I really do feel that it is political suicide. Um, the R number is continuing to rise, even if you had I, I think the Cheltenham Festival burnt their fingers because a lot of uh, you know we have a there's a Liverpool game just before lockdown. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All these, all the all these type of things burnt their fingers, but. You know, that was a different time. The education of people regarding masks and washing hands and what we were allowed to do and how the virus spread. I, I just think, you know, as I said before, I remember on that very first show, I turned around and said, people will do everything they can to help this. But what they will have a problem with is when we get to a point where you're expected to go to work but not enjoy your life, you will you will in, essentially work you know, your life will become work. You won't work to live like, you know, mm. how your work-life balance should be. And, you know, I, we, we tried not to be depressing, but here we are. And um, if, if, yeah. if we've still got any listeners left by now, we'll, I just, <laughs> I, I just want to direct um, anyone's attention to, I mean, we, we, we're, we're in odd times, Harry, at the moment, generally. And reflective of that is the the South London Press, London News Online, it's called on, 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 the, on the net their Millwall section, their lead story, just to add to the real weirdness of, of, of the times that we live in, is they dug out Carlos Fangero from 2005-06. Oh, God, that's a name from the past. And it just, and um, it, it, this is their lead story. Um, I don't know if it's part of the desperation that we're all living through at the moment. Uh, Carlos Fangero says it's his dream to manage the Lions. He wants to become Millwall manager. Um, and he's, what? <laughs> it's, it's quite an interesting interview. He sounds like quite a decent bloke. Um, but he's, he wasn't a decent. He was a shit football player. So I, mean. I, don't, I, I He doesn't. He doesn't intrude large on my memory. But apparently, he's, he's managing in um, Luxembourg, the top tier of Luxembourgish football. Um, Excellent. The aristocratic name of F ninety one Dudelanga. I think that's called Dudelanga. Um, that could be a Flemish word. It could be a Germanic word. I don't know. I've never heard of this football club, but he's managing there. Um, he, he still keeps tabs on the club on Millwall, um, and he harbours hopes of one day returning to the Den as manager. But he wants to earn his stripes in European football first. It's an interesting interview. It's a picture of him holding a copy of the South London Press. Interesting bit about how he loved playing in front of the Millwall fans, and you know, just strange that in this time with, a, with an away game at Swansea tomorrow that Carlos Fangero is the is the headline article on the South London Press. I think what, it's what team does he manage? F ninety one Dudelanger. Dudelanger spelt <laughs> spelt dude and then L A N G E. G E that's it. Yeah they're top they're top they're top. I've I've looked, right? They've uh, played five games this season. They've got a maximum of fifteen points. They've scored eleven goals and conceded two a goal difference of plus nine for any for any people, there's only 15 teams in the uh, in the. Well, top it's a small league. place. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to Luxembourg. You, you can drive through it in literally in in places in, in the, the 20 minutes. You can go through it in, in no time at all. It's it's a very small county-sized, um, nominally independent country. How can they have um, so many bloody clubs in such a small such a small um, space? 
you know, it's kind of like a, it's on the border of um, a very prosperous place, incidentally, listeners. It's um, it's Lincoln on the border of Germany. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's on the border of Germany, Holland, Belgium and France. It's kind of like it occupies a, um, a very, very nice little spot. And a very nice Is part it a tax haven? I don't think so. It's a member of the EU, so it's it's one of the founding members of it. Yeah, probably, probably is a tax haven then for members Strasbourg, of the EU. I think, <laughs> I think is that in is that in Luxembourg? I don't know. Anyway, it's, it's done. It's done it's well by, out of being. It's, where it it's is. by the by. Didn't Carlos Fandango apparently come to us from Real Madrid? Was he the one from Real Madrid? And Abu <laughs> Fafana. Abu Fafana was. Um, Abu Fafana um, came from Juve, didn't he? Um, yeah. Uh, Fangio, was it Real Madrid he came from? He's a Portuguese national, so um, I wonder where he came from the uh, the, the Portuguese leagues. Um, he was more like again, Michael, more like Michael Ricketts than a, than a, than a fully. I'm going to pose you a question before we move on to FIFA, Harry. There's a couple of um, stories on the South London about um, uh, Millwall um, and their possible search for a striker with Troy Parrott. Oh yeah, I remember. I listened to the show. I listened to the show. I felt myself getting angry listening to well, the previous show. Well, expel the anger. Do you, where do you stand on the striker question? I mean, do, you, do, you, do we need a striker? Do we have resources within the camp now? We're not we, scoring goals, are we? But we, we do, sits on a bench. True, we need a striker, but we're also skint, so we need a club. I, I, I don't understand <laughs> this. This, but that was talking like we were pre, you know. Um, it felt very, you know, Second World War like of, oh yeah, if you give us your pots and pans, we'll make Spitfires out of them. That feels like, you know, the membership. Your railings out your front. Yeah, yeah, garden, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we'll sell them for scrap, and maybe that means we make can bullets. buy a striker. You know, it's um, it's madness. It's madness. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. If I'm honest, the free agency only Millwall, Millwall can't buy a striker. When we do buy a striker and spend money on a striker, we buy Paul Goddard or uh, Martin Allen. Uh, not Martin Allen, Clive Allen. But he plays like Martin Allen. It, it's, um, no, it's true. I, I mean, I'd refer anyone wanting to spend money back to the fact that we've got 300 people willing to put 40 quid each into the club. I mean, how much is that? £12,000? My maths is not... not um, not brilliant, but it's, it's, it's you know, it's... Um, it was the club's accountant, but there we go. <laughs> that puts some money in the coming into the bank rather than it all going out. So I think that, that gives you some feeling. I mean, just contrast that with, I don't know where QPR getting their money from, Harry, but I just paid two million for a very average, in my opinion, Macaulay Bond from Charlton. They've gone, uh, the deal is done for two million. I mean, I... Are, Ch- are Charlton going to get relegated now? Again, like, seriously, like, because that's everyone who played up front from last season completely gone. They've lost, won one game and then lost their following two. They are... And they they need trouble. players fast. I, this, this is the thing. You look at how many clubs are in trouble and this idea that everyone, everyone is literally can't wait for this transfer window to be over so everyone can just, you know, get on with playing get, get football with and, su- and surviving, surviving the apocalyptic financial difficulties of football. Yeah, um, ahead of us. It's a know, wonderful quote. It. I've got to read this quote out to you, Harry. Macaulay Bond speaking to... Uh, Richard Corley of the South London Press. He says, um, my, my head was turned as soon as I heard QPR wanted me. I mean, uh, you, you can say things like that if, if Barcelona come in for you or, or Real Madrid or... Uh, a Premier League club. My, na- perhaps, my, head was, Juve. my head was turned when QPR come into me. As if to go, really? Only fucking QPR? That, was, that literally would have been my... That would have been, is it really QPR? I mean, I dream of playing on such places. That sentence works. Prince. If you're saying Bayern Munich, that sentence. Yeah. If you're taking, I don't know, um, like I say, the aristocrats of the game, but even if it was like someone, QPR, pre- it? 
some Premier League side. Like, oh, my head was turned to suicide. <laughs> like Liverpool wanted me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to, to play in the Premier League, you know, or to play with like a famous manager. My head was turned when I heard that Yozo was interested. You know, it's it's a totally different... Uh, Pep wanted me. My head was turned. You know, my head was turned when I saw the White City estate just outside the underground <laughs> station. <laughs> my head was turned when I realised that there'd be a uh, a shopping centre two minutes away from the ground you know, <laughs> for my wife to go and avoid the abuse that I'll get. Um, there we are. That's the um, that's the level that we're working at at the moment. I, I make you right about survival, Harry. I mean. Um, you know, we, we won't pursue it any further, but I mean, big money signings probably isn't on anyone's agenda. Not when we've got a, we've actually got a forward line or forwards in our team that can score goals. We just need to adjust our style perhaps slightly to, to accommodate that. But that's, maybe, that's maybe we should uh, put the Atong Aka uh, winnings into, into the thing, but as we can't win a, can't win a pot to piss in. Right. Yeah, though, yeah. <laughs> we'll be all right. We'll finish the show on the Achtung Aka because we're going to touch on gambling now. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Achtung, Mehlball. The reason that I'm talking to Harry this afternoon, listeners, is because he, um, he messaged last night to say that... Um, I didn't know that the FIFA 21 game launches next week. This is a big deal in the um, in the gaming world. It's one of the biggest games of all time, Harry. Did you know this? I did. I was aware, yeah. You are aware of the Grand Theft Autos, the Call of Duties, um, the, the Minecraft, all these, all these names, massive, massive selling names, Assassin's Creed and the like, and there's FIFA right in the middle of it. 280 million... 282.4 million sales. It's a huge, huge um, money spinner for that wonderfully democratic and accountable <laughs> organisation that everyone loves and supports called FIFA. Um, yeah. And it's a huge money spinner for, for FIFA. And apparently, I didn't know, but they launched their new FIFA 2021 game this week. Are you, are you a player of the game, Harry? You know, you know are, are, you, are you an avid fan of it? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm of that PlayStation generation. Um, so I, I played the game. Um, anyone sort of, of of my age will know that it was a 
there was a time when there was two football games to choose from, um, one being Pro Evolution Soccer, known as yeah. PES, or yeah. uh, against FIFA. And for a while, in my late sort of teens when I was at school, you know, sort of 2005, 2016, the, the thing to have was Pro Evolution Soccer. The only thing it didn't have was the naming rights, and that was always FIFA's... Um, FIFA's trump card, if you if you will, they yeah. um, they exclusively joined FIFA Pro, you know, the, the the players sort of union, and they and they got their naming right deal, which meant that Pro fell off a cliff and uh, and died. So they have a monopoly, much much like um, the Premier League, they have a monopoly on the footballing gaming world, unless you like playing Football Manager or, or the like. Um, but I can't remember when they. I think they started it in 2012 or 2013. You have to forgive me. I've had a bit of a dodgy day. I was meant to research this, ladies and gentlemen, but I've had a bit of a bit of a mare. I'm on nights. I've had a, someone dug me out last night on Twitter. I don't know if you saw for moaning that I was on nights, but I am was on nights. And you I'm are on nights. You're entitled to moan about that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So it started in 2012 or 2013. Right. Fever basically brought out this new game mode within. Um, within the thing, probably on the back of sort of multiplayer games like Call of Duty or whatever, the big online content. It didn't really matter what you played by yourself. The idea was to play online with other people and play for these this in-game currency called Fever Coins in this team. So explain to me because I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not of the I'm not of this generation. There may be listeners that know of what it is, what it is, but not know what it is, if that makes sense. So, yep. so you and me could sit on FIFA 21 on, on yep. our respective, our respective houses, yep. miles apart, and we could play each other a game of football. Um, and we could basically transfer and sign players. Like, so you're combining the kind of um, championship manager type of thing with the, the in-play game. Is that, is that, yeah. is so, that correct? Yeah. That's basically it. So it's, it's gone through a couple of, of changes, but the original one was that we could play for, you know, you'd get in-game. So you you could play by by yourself on at home yeah. as, say, for instance, Millwall. So you wanted to play as Millwall win the championship and for you, you'd win rewards as you won games on your own screen. Okay. So okay. you could play against me later on online in Ultimate Team and you'd have uh, this in-game currency called FIFA coins. Um, and we could play and bet against each other for for coins. Um, right. This was back all the way back in 2012. Um, now, you know, morally, there's a lot of problems with that. Um, but it wasn't a real, it wasn't the driving force behind the game. However, what these coins allow you to do is in this mode called Ultimate Team is essentially buy what I can only describe as Panini stickers. So Ultimate Team you set your team name up, a bit like fantasy yep. football, a bit like the right. packed on fantasy football. Yep, you yep, pick, yep, yep. you basically get packs of stickers when you start it up. Say you get five packs of, there's different tiers of stickers. So each player in the world will be given a, a rating, a, a fever rating. So I think the highest is 99. Um, most average, they have different tiers. So you'll have a bronze player, a silver yep. player, a gold player, and then they have like special cards for, you know, say you get a man in the match, your the card will be massively overpowered. So, if, say Ronaldo scores three goals for for Juventus. You know, they might bring out a limited edition card of him. Now, all these cards have a monetary value, um, and you can transfer these cards for more coins. And the coins allow you to buy more packs. Basically, like as I said, just an in-game currency market. 
So just to leap in on that point, because you compare mm-hmm. Panini stickers, which I do know yeah. about, you buy those at Tesco, Sainsbury's or whichever mm-hmm. corner shop you're in with real world money. You're, you're handing over a coin to the realm, you get back a pack of Paninis. Is yeah. that the same principle here? Are you paying for, for these so, um, things with a, an online transfer or something like that? Yeah, so basically originally the, uh, you could only buy the, originally you could only buy the, the sticker packets, shall we call them, for the lack of a better word. So they, the, the kids call them packs. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you buy the sticker packets, um, you could originally buy them only with in-game currency. Now, what happened, I think about three years ago, maybe four years ago now, for the fourth, you know, when we're talking about 2021. So I think about yeah. four games ago, they basically realized that, you know, um, kids of my age group, so, you know, people in their 20s were yep. waiting until three o'clock in the afternoon when the kids come out of school, battering you know, the 11 year old on, on the game, who's got a limited skill level, getting him to gamble his points away and, and, and taking his points, you know, sort of rope right. doping. So they took that out of the game. So then the only way to buy in game or buy packs was to pay harder money to buy these things called FIFA points. Now FIFA points allow you to buy packs the same way the in-game currency used to do, but you can buy, you know, I think the maximum amount you can buy in one hit is £129 worth on PlayStation. I don't so know if that's So you're therefore more. buying better quality players for your team to hopefully give you a better chance against... I know, if, I, if I was to play you, I'd have no chance. I don't know what I'm doing. But if I can load my team with better quality players, I mean, with half a chance. Is that how it's... You'd assume, oh, well, you'd assume so, Nick. But this is where FIFA, that honest and brilliant set of people people. yes (laughs) this is where they do something very very shady and very very i believe and i'm saying this as someone who gambles i'm not saying this from uh from a rose tinted spectacles and it does affect the game wider which is why i wanted to bring it up and also educate anyone who's got a young a young child kids what we're talking about yeah yeah um so, you know, there is gambling involved to this game. The, the, the normal game, the normal fever game that you play, you know, the computer in theory offline is perfectly fine. But if you're going to play Ultimate Team, there is an idea, you know, the YouTubers generation, I mean, even the Millwall kid, is it Zerka, is it? Yeah. They'll, they'll give FIFA or EA Sports, who are the maker of the game, will give Zerka a, 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 an early copy. So Zerka will now have YouTube videos out. I haven't checked, but I'm sure by this time next week, a day before the release, he'll have five or six videos made up of him citing his ultimate team. Now, what they do is they'll give him special codes to get better better players, right? right. But what they'll do is they'll film it. So he's got, I, again, this is allegedly because I've got to be careful, right? So in yeah, theory, yeah, yeah. you have a percentage on these packs. It does tell you down the bottom there. It never used to, but it will say likeliness of getting a gold player. So let's let's say, for instance, so Millwall were a good point. When we were in the League One, we used to be mainly bronze players. We'd have a couple of silver players. Uh, Steve Morrison, for instance, was always our silver player. He'd be a 71-rated player out of 99. You know, pretty right, decent right. player. Yep, yep. Now, it will definitely be Jeb Wallace. But if Jeb Wallace scores a hat-trick or Matt Smith scores a hat-trick, you'll get a special edition Matt Smith card. Now, that Matt Smith card might sell for 25,000 coins, right? But the likeliness of getting that card in a pack, that pack might cost, in theory, in real money, five of your English pounds. Okay. Now, okay. you'll buy that five of your English pounds, but you have no guarantee that you will get anything good in that pack, but you still pay five pounds. And so the there's your Panini of, principle, isn't it? Because if you buy yes, a pack of Panini, 
absolutely but yeah. they'll tell you down the bottom there is a 21 percent chance but the odds again with any gambling you know there's this idea that oh well if i buy five i'm guaranteed to get one that it's yeah. like the the red and black in roulette and i don't think yeah. kids you can't expect a a child to understand that you can't expect um you know what you're expecting is children to understand gambling which again you know um is a wider issue for football. Well, there's there's a there's a there's a, a, a obviously the law intervenes on that and, and makes it um, illegal below the age of eighteen in the sense, doesn't it? You know, no no child can walk into a betting shop and place a bet for for legal reasons. So, what we're saying here, in a sense, is that there's a form of potential gambling on FIFA 21 that allows the potential for you to use money and. On, on, with, with, with a kind of an assumptive starting point, you might get a better player for your five pounds or ten pounds or twenty pounds, however much you've got to blow on it. And their their excuse for this, which is quite interesting, their excuse for this is that they don't want people with more money to have an advantage, which is the that direct opposite of what they do in football. Do they have capping on there? Can you can you cap no you spend? You can cap the amount. You, you can set a cap to to limit the amount that children. Uh, spend but that's only through your card company i don't i've never tried to do that so i am purely speculating but it, it will always ask you you can add money to the wallet you can go into a video game shop um obviously i think there's only one sort of high street name there so you could go into mm. game and buy um yeah. fifa points they come in a card like you can buy any voucher like an amazon voucher or whatever um, and the kids are obsessed with it. Of course, they're obsessed with it. They know? are obsessed. Yeah, it's it's the game. And I was struck, Harry, because it's been a long while since I've played any form of fever. Um, I mean, I'm going back 15 years since I last picked up a PlayStation control and had a go. Um, how much it costs? I mean, it's, it's you know, look on Google, um, 40, 50, 60 pounds for these things. It's, that seems like a lot of money. Well, if you want to play, if you want to play the game early, so you, could, I could walk down some. Uh, I could go to my bedroom now, turn on the PlayStation go to the PlayStation store online, say that I'm willing to pay £90 to have the game five days early. Wow. And I'd have a five-day head start. Wow. And this, and this, is, this, this is, People do this? Yes, absolutely, 110%. Wow. And as well, it, because it gives you a massive advantage in this gambling format. Because if I get five days' worth of playing through the challenges and whatever and have uh, 100,000 coins... I, when you come on, I can basically, they have a live transfer market where people put their cards on to sell and you can basically build your side with half the amount of people worldwide bidding for that player. You know, this is, this is, so it, it, it is a game, but it becomes not a game. Uh, I mean, is it, um, it's an addictive game. Of course it is. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, we had a big discussion. I've sort of got a lot of mates. I mean, I've got a mate, um, who thinks it should be gamble, uh, a gamble-aware game. He thinks it should be a 16-plus really? game because it's right. that. It's weighted. I mean, the point is that, you know, I'm talking about figures. So he told me, you know, how much money he he sold players for last season. So he said he sold Virgil van Dijk, probably one of the best players in the world, for 900,000 coins, which is mm-hmm. probably about six pounds of real-world money. Neymar for 600,000 pounds, a John Barnes special card for... 450,000 coins, uh, a player called Zola moments card for 2.2 million and Laurent Blanc, former World Cup uh, for winner for 1.3 million. So you're looking at how much money someone has had to, how much time is involved in that for somebody to 
to spend that money. I mean, the, 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 the figure that absolutely killed me was, you know, if you, they're, they're, you know, if you go on your gambling app, you know, if, uh, people that gamble, they can tell you your loss and win over the last year, over the last 12 yeah. months, because Especially they usually have to do that yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have to do that on FIFA, but I reckon easily they were discussing between four or five of us last season on that game, FIFA 20, we must have spent between the five of us maybe over a thousand pounds on, on right. hacks and coins. And that's wow. just between five, five of us, you know, you, you know, easily, you know, it's 20 quid here, 20 quid there, whatever to try and think. I mean, ultimate team alone, not the video game, but ultimate team alone on their last financial account took 1.38 billion pounds, which accounts for 28% of the game revenue. Just let that sink in. So that, that that's yeah. the money we're talking about here. And I, I'm, I'm not trying to be a killjoy. I enjoy the game. I'm just trying to educate people in the sense that it is, it's a conversation to have with your kids about gambling. Now, I, I, my point would be, and this is it, if we allow gambling like this in kids' games, and I, I, football is crying out at the moment for money, I find it very difficult to defend the position that you can't have booze and fags on shirts. I find it very difficult to accept that because I can't, I, I can't drink 800 pounds worth of booze in an evening. There is no way I can't smoke 800 pounds worth of fat. Not without dying. No. Not without dying. dying trying, but, you I, know. Yeah. but I can walk into a single use bookies and spend 500 pounds on a one arm bandit. That's allowed. That's the limit on, on one time uses in every single, uh, most bookies in the country. And that is dangerous. And it's, um, so there's a gambling element that we want to sort of draw people's attention to as much as anything, I think, probably the best way to put it, Harry, isn't it? That yeah. Your kids can spend money online through this game and you just need to keep half an eye on how much, I suppose. Is that is that a fair summary of, of I'd say, I'd what say you wanted fair, to get across? Yeah, I think it's a fair thing. I think it's maybe, I, I know this, this may sound patronising, I, I think it's something to take an interest in. I, I think... You know, I, you don't have to be particularly interested in the game, but it might be worth having a little look of who you've got in your pack and start. You know, I think it's it's something that I'm sure there will be a discussion somewhere online of how much these players are. I mean, it's very easy for you to, if you can get your son or daughter or whoever's playing the game to go into the transfer market on the ultimate team, you can see how much money these people are going for and you can equate that into, well, asking your son or daughter how much that is in coins and yeah. then you can have a look at the fever points is they'll know they the kids will know themselves where they're going and it's just one of these of, things um it's a very modern thing harry um in my opinion where kids are way ahead of potentially way ahead of parents in terms of what's happening what's out there right now what's what's hip and what isn't you know what i mean I, as, a, as a as a as a 59 year old looking at this you think you might have a hand on it, but I wouldn't have known anything of these little quirky parts of a game that I'd never touched. So it's it's just being aware, I think, is probably the best way to to describe it. I'm just looking at a, there's a, a page on a, a magazine, online magazine called Goal.com. They've got um, a thing about FIFA 21, and they're, they're talking about, um, I suppose, what I would call the racket of it, which is that they issue a new form every year. And, and you can say that players move, um, stuff like kits change and and, you know, you want to keep it up to date but and in the same way as kids wanting the very latest football shirt they're not interested in last year's um 15 pound end of season Millwall shirt they want the one that's right now don't they yeah in the same way they want the immediate new issue that's going to come next week of this this fifa 21 um 
uh, game. And one of the criticisms, and, and the, even people talking about organising a boycott of the game, how far that will go, I, I, I doubt. But I doubt. Um, yes. I doubt. But they're saying that the actual game itself hasn't changed. It's just different names. It's almost like the same programme in a sense. Uh, only this year they've got Kylian Mbappe on the front. I think they had... Um, uh, Ronaldo or, or Messi last year. It's that kind of, it's much the same gig. It's just that the surface changes and no more. Um, I mean, they, 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 they market the game. They spend so much money to market the game. You know, they'll have, um, I mean, I'm looking, I've gone onto the, the website because I haven't even looked. I'm not interested this year. I, I normally, my, what's the right word I'm not, this started happening last year just as you get older you have less time to to do these things i really the idea of the ultimate team is you have to grind so they have these things called uh the rewards so you'll play a league they used to play a league season so you'd have a division that you were in so in theory you'd play you know say say my team would play your team nick and mm. we're two different levels of uh, of FIFA, you're better than yeah. me massively, right? So let's say that for instance. So you could. It's a dream. It's a dream. Okay. So you could <laughs> you could win matches in your division. Each division would have ten games, and you wouldn't have a lead table. You'd just have a certain amount of points that it would say you'd be champion. So say you had to get in division ten, you had to get three wins. You had to get twelve points. Then the next season, if you got promoted to division nine, you get eight points. You'd stand from ten games. You'd stay in the division. If you got less than eight, you'd get relegated. And if you got 15 points, you get promoted again. And basically, this was the principle. What that done was act as kind of a leveller so your child had a chance of winning without spending more and more fever points at the beginning right. of the game. But as the game goes on, more people play it. The longer you play it, the inferior your team gets better and the, the people with the more money, again, become to fill, you know, the top three or four divisions. I mean, I got to Division 4, which I think is the highest that I've ever I ever right. got to right, right. Um, a couple of years ago and last season I just got they changed that so basically kids were encouraged on Friday night in the UK from six o'clock you got double points from playing now till Monday morning so they try to capture the market at the weekend right. to get when, the when maximum about, amount, yeah. to maximum amount of exposure to the kids and the maximum amount of look there's a limited edition packs so they'll do like limited edition packs with the players of the weekend and there'll be 2,000 coins. And if you spend 80 quid for fever points, right, your fever points will be the equivalent of, I don't know, say they give you 800 fever points. You'll be able to, for 80 quid, that, that would, to get, and you're allowed 10 of these packs, that would wipe 80 quid out. Gone. Like that. No problem. Absolutely gone. And and that's eighty quid gone of your hard-earned money, and it's very. Just, it's interesting. I'm just looking at this article as you're saying that, Harry. There's a, a, a paragraph here that EA Sports, who are the uh, the company that writes the program, they 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 license the the names from from FIFA, um, but they've clashed with um, Belgian um, authorities over the, the, the perceived gambling dimension of the so-called loot boxes in in. F F U T Ultimate Team is that FIFA? Yeah, Ultimate that's FIFA team? FIFA Ultimate Team that we're talking about. Yeah, and the issue apparently has been discussed by Parliament in the UK, so I, I don't hold out much hope. <laughs> no, I think that's very much back, that's very much at the back burner at the moment. We'll deal with that after we've dealt with you know the burning the burning carcass of business and, and so of on the and society so and the economy. But there we are. I mean, then it goes on to people talk about organising a boycott. I can't see that in a million years. But one other thing that did make me laugh was there was a controversy on the same game, and you might have picked up on this, that Stevenage on FIFA apparently um, 
they, they are they are one of the big um, teams to get. Apparently, Burger King have a sponsor, have a logo on the front of Stephen as his shirt in real life, and also therefore on on um, uh, FIFA. And there's a deal where you, if the more points you get or the more wins you get, however it works on FIFA, the more um, discounts you get at Burger King. So, you know, if gambling doesn't kill you, the fast food will, wouldn't it? Well, it? yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, very, it's very strange in the sense of, um, I, I don't know, it's very strange going forward that this, this can be allowed to happen. Also, the, the inclusion of women was two seasons ago, the inclusion right. of women... Women in the, on the, the game, game itself, yeah. In the game it was around the last Women's World Cup. There's been no, um, uh, no advance in that. Like you can play internationals, but there's no leagues. You know, there's no nothing, which right. you know is by the by. But it just again shows you what they're interested in. Um, EA have a massive monopoly of all sports games. Uh, EA Sports, they do the American football game. They do the basketball games. And if you Formula play those... Formula 1, I think. Are they the same? No, it's Codemasters does Formula 1, but I, okay. under, I understand what you mean. But, um, yeah, they, they, they have had, in the past, the licences to that. They are a multi-billion pound, multi-billion dollar industry of chucking this game out every year. And it literally is the same game. Now, I don't expect parents to uh, not buy the game. I, what I would say is... And I'm not trying to be a killjoy. You want your kid to go out and, and spend the thing. I just think it's actually quite a good, maybe not when your kid's six or seven, but when your kid's 13, 14, when they're going to get to that point of, um, what you call it? You know, you get into that point where they're no Teenagers, longer a child. They? You, yeah, no, they're no, no, no longer a child. You want to be in, 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 in things, don't you? It's an it's important life lesson. I think, you know, um, as someone that, knows a few people that have struggled with gambling and, and whatever, I think, especially at lockdown at the moment, because gambling plays on the idea of excitement. It is a drug. It does not matter. It is. It gives you dolphamine, and dolphamine is a dangerous chemical in your brain. You know, it's what, makes, it's what makes vice, basically. Dolphamine is vice in your head. And, um, yeah, I that's, just wanted to... That's it was quite... It was, yeah. it, was, it was unusual for me to do something semi-serious, so I do apologise that it's something semi-serious to people. Well, I think, I think the listening public, Adam, will want more of this, Harry. It's a, it's a well-chosen subject. When, when you suggested it, I thought, yeah, let's this, this, this get it on. It's not something I know much about, so I can't speak with any degree of, of um, knowledge, but it's interesting to ask the questions and get the answers. Yeah, so. I mean, I will say, if anyone's got any parents are listening and they, they are genuinely concerned or whatever, if you want to... DM me on Twitter or whatever and, and ask any questions and I'll try and point you in the right direction or whatever. I'm not claiming to be the expert because I haven't really, I haven't got the game at the moment. I haven't even ordered the game. It's very unlike me, but um, just it's, it's. Well, you have a knowledge of the game and it, how it works, Harry. That's, that's useful to yeah. say it doesn't. And know, I, I just think that it's, it's something you need to be, it's another thing. I, I know being a parent, you know, you've got Fortnite, you've got the Call of Duty, but they don't, they're addictive in a different way. Fever is... Um, it's a money this, extraction machine. Yes, that's it. it. Right. It's, it's, it's football. They try... Yeah. They're basically, what they've done is they've made you an owner of a football club and to compete, you have to spend money just like you do in real football. And that, again, is making kids do that and therefore parents do that. You know, your, your kids... I'm sure the Christmas presents this year will be, what can Nan and Grandad get you? Roy, can they get me some Fever points? You know, will be the, will be the, the thing rather than toys. And... I think that's quite sad in a way as well. So there we go. Let's close this gambling section. Having slated the industry off with the Akdong Aka, I rolled the jingle. <laughs> <laughs>
the Akdong Aka, dear listeners, is our uh, attempt to try and win some money for for charity and good causes. So far, we have not won a pot to piss in, as my dear old grandfather would have it, after a Saturday spent in William Hills. Um, but so far, we've had nothing. We're getting close to those. So I've asked. I blame Ryan one. Loftus. Ryan's good. He's he's, he's Mr. XG. He's, he's, he's but but he has got no right so far, according to Mike Hayden's <laughs> spreadsheet. So he might be winning the fantasy football. You can pick a player that's going to do well, but you can't pick eleven that will beat another eleven. So, so there we go. <laughs> this week's Akdungaka, dear listeners, um, we've got Michael Avery taking Norwich to beat Derby. Uh, that's um, that's uh, Norwich. That's at the uh, Carrow Road. He's done um, the early kickoff, but where the early kickoff? Harry, you're taking Bristol City to beat Nottingham Forest. They're in awful form at the moment, Forest. They, they are. Bristol City have won all their games, I think. I think they've got not dropped a point. Um, yeah. So so roll on for Forest to win 4 0 here. But I have I have bit I have picked uh, Bristol City. So uh, yeah, there we go. Good call. That's to beat Forest. Um, Ryan Loftus, Mr. XG, the king of the uh, fantasy football league so far, but bottom of the of the Akadong Aka League. Uh, he backs Luton to beat Wickham. That's a fair call, I think. Wickham have looked awful since the start of the season, Harry. Um, they look out of their depth slightly, don't they? And it's joyous. <laughs> it's very, it's very nice. I mean, that's the only thing giving me any kind of solace. You know, there's always someone worse off than you. Um, it's Gary Fane's with a right, a sad, sad. Kind well, it's, of it's nice. Like, it's watching <laughs> it, watching Fred um, chase shadows for the entirety of the second half last week. Vindication, isn't it? It was, was beautiful. <laughs> it was like watching it. was just, And the, the sad thing is that we might not be at the den to give him a, ro- a rather warm welcome when we This are. is what we're missing. This is what we're missing. Um, Mike Hayden is backing Blackburn to beat Cardiff. That's, that's gonna, that could go either way, that one, I think. That's, a, that's, a, that's Mike's call by Blackburn. Neil Harris under pressure, Cardiff. you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think all the managers that uh, hinted at success last season apart from Gary Rowett I don't think we'll be um, putting him under any pressure but everyone else I think they're always under pressure from these clubs that have ideas and pretensions that they should be fighting for relegation from the Premier League you know Um, so yeah I dare say he is Harry Um, that's the nature of the business isn't it yeah Um, Aaron Paul Mr. Incidentally good luck to Aaron up there in Salford I think he's gone up to Manchester I think he's covering some of the Manchester clubs this weekend and I guess the City and United in the Premier League he's taking Middlesbrough to beat Barnsley um, Middlesbrough at home there at, at um, what's the name of their stadium there it's not Ayrson Park what's it called Harry what's the name the of their Riverside. stadium Riverside I don't know Ayrson Park isn't it? I'm going to go for the Lions to draw at Swansea oh I think that's the first um, shot for a draw yeah I, I, I think we're going to be Two very similar sides. I mean, from what I've read of Swansea, um, they've got that odd-looking manager, Cooper. Oh, um, yeah. Looks, he's like, looks like he's coming from the Muppets, doesn't he? he literally he looks does, like he's he'd be very like, odd. You know, one of the ones that comes out in the back in the musical numbers. I'd love to be proven wrong. Um, but I think, the, I think the, you know, it's going to be a tough, tough away game there at Swansea. We did it last season. It'd be nice to do it again this season. But my head's going to rule my heart this weekend, dear listeners. Sensible. I think I'm going to take the Lions to get a draw point at Swansea. Continue the unbeaten run in the season. Yeah. There we are. That's good stuff, Harry. You've got to do these serious things more often, mate. I think people are going to see well, I try, I try, 
Yeah, I try and be try and be serious with the lionesses, um, which obviously, if Don't, anyone doesn't, you're enjoying doesn't yourself know. doing that. Yeah, you're enjoying yourself. I, I am enjoying myself. I've got a little YouTube channel, which isn't it's for non-profit. Um, I will yeah. say that it's non-profit. I've sponsored one of the girls um, this yeah. season, so you know, separate to the Acton guys. So I want to make that very clear. Um, you know, it's not it's not being done for anything else than to give the girls another platform because I think they deserve it. Um, being it gives around. you some backing as well, Harry. I think it's one of the things we've tried to do, and I think you'd agree with this this podcast that Ryan and Michael have done, and, and now yourself increasingly, is it just gives them some some projection. You know, it's, it was nice to see a crowd at the, at the game the other day. You know, I know that we, we wait to see how that's going to pan out, but it's just nice to see some support, see, uh, you know, 300 people turned out there to watch Linus. I know it didn't work out on the day, but that's not the point, yeah. is it? That's I mean, the football. No, I mean there was there was people there when they they got beat five four last weekend. Thanks to mainly a, a, a pivotable, you know, almost a dem moment. It was the closest I've been to a dem moment in eight months. You know, a, a shocking decision by the referee, um, which you can instantly see um, on live on TV. Yeah, you can. Um, I mean, the the incident itself. You know, I can, I, I'm external media. I'm not related to the club. The FA are listening, which I know they do because they 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 seem to lose my letters of complaint. So you know, they're, um, they're, I'm one of these difficult people, much like yourself, Nick. Um, but yeah, so that you know, Abby Dell, bless her, you know, uh, drops deep, beats, reads the bounce well, turns, goes to run past the uh, the last woman um, who comes across and forearms. Well, I say forearm. I'm, um, it was a long way she away. Her, yeah, basically, basically, it was either elbow or forearm. She completely, absolutely wiped for Abby out in midair. So didn't touch the ball. You know, if you totting it up, it's two yellows. The referee gave mm. a yellow card. Um, mm. We lost Abby Dell, which is in, inferior four to up at the time, and we we lost five four. And um, mm. but that but that would that gave you know the people that were there. There was there was atmosphere. There was a bit of there was needle. There was. There was drama, the things there was, yeah, yeah it was Millwall. They are Millwall. They still are Millwall. You know, they, they might be ladies, but they, they are Millwall. They're still your team. No, I've, I've loved hearing from them. And I think that's the point that's come over well from since we started doing this, this, this uh, series at the start of the season. Each of the girls have, I've, I've loved hearing their stories. I've loved hearing how they've kind of overcome the barriers to get to play a game of football, which shouldn't be so, but that's, that's how it is. And each of them are what I call Millwall personalities in their different ways, aren't they? They're, they're, we're all different, and yet somehow we bring that Millwall sensibility to the table, and they, they do too. I think as well there's, there's a lot to be said for the people who go on behind the scenes um, at the club, you know, um, because they're doing, the, they're doing a job. Uh, we've constantly changed in circumstances, you know, at that level, it's, you know, I'm not trying to disparage the league that they're in or anything like that, but they are down the football pyramid um, so you know the well, the forthcoming the forthcoming the forthcoming of of information and the, the forthcoming of you know fixtures and stuff like that. It's it's unfortunately there's no game this weekend um, due to a few no. reasons. I mean, but, they got three hundred for the FA Cup game, but that was a warm a warm Sunday afternoon. I think they still got football. You know. I think they got two hundred. I think they got two hundred odd last week. I think they still got quite a few, and it, it was cold. <laughs> any 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 of the the lower level non league sides, you know, I'm talking about the uh, the Barkings, the Ilfers, the Fishers, teams at that level. I mean, to get 200 people in a game of football at their level is a pretty good day, you know, a pretty good night, perhaps. You know, it's it's not that's a pretty good crowd by this level of uh, standard. You know, it's, so I think that it's it's really nice to be able to get, do something that gets a, a bit of a platform publicity, whatever way you want to think of it, yeah. for a club that matters to people. 
Okay. I mean, I'd like, I'd like, you know, ideally the, the thing for me, I mean, I've not discussed it with anyone else. The thing that I'd love is for some girl who's 14, 15, who's played football, you know, in a local park, maybe for a girls team or whatever, that hears this podcast and comes and has a trial and ends up, you know, mm. playing for the Lionesses because she's sort of heard our podcast and publicised them for whatever reason, you know, that'd be a, that'd be a lovely thing to happen. You know what I mean? It's, um, and if you can afford to sponsor them or you can afford, I know with every club, everyone seems to be asking for money at the moment, but if, um, yeah. but they, you know, you if know, you, if you can, if you can, do, but yeah. you know, um, it's, a uh, it's nice. They, I've, I've gained, you know, how they turn around. I, there was a ridiculous article at the start of the season, how Leeds after playing for 20 minutes against Liverpool, um, were everyone's second side. And I felt, well, no, I've got two sides there, the men and the women's team that play for Millwall. I support Millwall and, that, and, that, and that's it. And it is that simple for me. Um, it's funny, at the start of the season, I was thinking, what, what, what can we do to try and uh, give a little bit more in, in this show? I think, well, should, should we cover a bit of non-league football? And I thought, actually, the Lionesses are non-league football in a sense, aren't they? They're, they're far more interest to, to Millwall fans and they're not part of the Football League, obviously. But that's, that's, that's an ideal second string to the Yachtung bow in a way. So I'm, I'm really pleased it's worked out so well. So well done to you and to, to Ryan and to Mike because it's great coverage and also to the girls for taking part in the show. I think this has been really strong, strong content this season. A couple of them have decided to join the uh, Fantasy League, which we haven't dug them out nearly enough for. Um, but, we, but, but me, yeah, good, good luck. <laughs> I, I was just about to check that, Nick. I'll be totally honest. I, I did mention it. I, I was sitting there and I go, am I going to shout it out? So, yeah, I think. Um, I don't know where I, I am. I, I can't. I think Chloe, I think <laughs> Chloe Eastwell, Mill um, Lioness's centre midfielder, she was in front of me till pretty much the last game the other day. So, yeah, I'm just going to see. Yeah, yeah, Chloe Eastwell's in 46. So, is she in front of you? Oh, she's beating me then. Yeah, so Chloe well done, Chloe. Yeah, well done, Chloe. And then. Uh, I think as well, I think Shannon Drew was on it. I think she might be beating you still. Shannon oh, yeah, Drew, yeah, for, Shannon Drew's 47th. So, yeah, she's yeah, just no, one no, underneath. No, no. Turned over by the girls, how about that? So, there, there you go. For, uh, I mean, a load of boys are getting turned over by the girls. So, there we go. I mean, I think um, I think it's just, it's a bit of fun. Like, I think people think yeah. we, um, we, we don't understand. I think I've seen a few comments online about it and I think... I think if you go in it and see, for me as well, I'd say this, it's it's football you can go and see. And it's not costing yeah. you anything so far. Obviously, no. you can't go and see it this weekend, but that's by the no. by. But um, if you can get down to a game and, you know, maybe on your, if we end up, God forbid, back into, you know, the, the pubs are shut, but we're allowed to go for a walk, maybe. And get a beer there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it'd be nice. Put some money in the club. The co- I tell you what, the, the coffee weren't bad last week for a quid. I was, I was rather warmed up by the... Uh, by the coffee because it was freezing. I've forgotten how cold. See, this is what happens: is when you haven't been to football for eight months, you forget how you fucking forget cold it routine. is when it's windy and and grey. Oh, and um, there we go. So yeah, I was a bit bit nippy, but there we go. Harry, it's been wonderful talking to you, mate. I'm going to let you crack on. You got a, you got a brother to retrieve from Poland, I believe. So I'll yes, I've got, on brother, I've got a brother to get back. It was like um, I feel like I'm bomber <laughs> command trying to sort out things. Get but, our uh, man home. Yeah, well, it's just. It's, it's, it's very weird. I've never looked at the front of a passport before, but it's quite, it's very, um, very... It's real night, isn't it? Britannic well, manager, come on. Her Britannic, right? majest, Britannic <laughs> majesty requires you and demands. Very, um... Yeah, long, 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 I've always wanted state. to tell the passport control at Berlin to unhand me, man. Like, I'm a British Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, um, you know, very uh, old school. It. 
yeah, very old school British Empire, isn't it? And it's um, absolutely, it's Wonderful very, stuff. it's very moving actually. <laughs> we'll leave it there. Thanks for coming on the show today, Harry. Wonderful stuff, mate. Really appreciate it. No worries, mate. Thanks, man. All the best, mate. to Aston Mall. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky little review. However, it's actually Mall. Till next time. For the best Championship, League One and League Two coverage, Aston Mall recommends the Football League paper. It's got it all covered. For the complete EFL picture, Get the Football League paper, £1.50 every Sunday, or visit theleaguepaper.com for a variety of digital subscriptions. The Football League paper. It's got it covered. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.